not going down just because of something some stupid adults are doing. Mobile suits. Monday, Monday. Camille's a man's name, and I'm a man! Uh, no carrots, please. Mobile suit? Roger that. Mobile suit. Mobile suit. Change. Although all enemies were defeated, Earth did not change one bit! The commander! <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> every other day, every other day, every other day of the week is fine! You're a soldier here, aren't you? If you want to be more than just a grunt, you better learn to see the whole picture. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I'm the enemy, you idiot! Miss Matilda! Hey guys, welcome back to another prophetic. Righteous Kingtastic episode of Fanholes Mobile Suit Mondays. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight, and joining me tonight are two two of my fellow Mafty Fanholes. Why don't you guys give a shout-out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Hey, it's Mike. Uh, yeah, Gundam. And this is Justin. Zig Zion. So, so we're here. We're we're doing. We're trying to give you some real time service here because basically, as of what uh, Thursday, the the I guess feature length film of a, a a three part saga was released on Netflix here in the states. It is Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. And just for some quick background, the film is a sequel that takes place 12 years after the events of Mobile Suit Gundam Char's counterattack. It is part of the UC Next 0100 project. It is the first in a trilogy of films based on the Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway's Flash novel. And just for context, it was released in Japanese theaters on June 11th, 2021. And we get to see it, of course, as stated on Netflix, and that was uh, released on July 1st, 2021. And of course, we all kind of discussed this. We all decided that we wanted to to talk about it and that we, you know, we, we try to bust our asses to get it out uh, fairly timely, you know, make this one of these timely podcasts, which is rare for us. But, you know, we figured what the hell this is. This is going to be fun. I, I did take a, a brief synopsis it was like the 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 official press blurb from gundam.info or whatever so just in case people don't have any context or i don't know you know again the, the standard rules apply like we don't know why you're listening to this if you haven't seen it or if you are listening to this and you haven't seen it you know rest assured there's going to be spoilers there's not too many spoilers in this synopsis though so you can probably listen up to that point but then afterwards i imagine we're going to get into major spoilers so Okay, 
the year is UC0105. Twelve years have passed since the end of the Second Neo-Zeon War, a.k.a. Shars Rebellion. Even after the quote-unquote Axis shock, which seemed to indicate the future of humanity and the universal century, the world is still in a chaotic situation where intermittent military conflicts continue to break out. The Earth Federation government is more corrupt than ever, and its leadership has not only accelerated Earth's pollution, but also implemented an inhuman man-hunting policy in which civilians are forcibly exiled to outer space. The anti-Federation government organization MAFTI, led by someone called MAFTI Novu Aaron, has taken a stand against the corruption of the Earth sphere. MAFTI carries out fierce attacks of terrorism, assassinating high officials of the Federation government one after the other, but it gains a certain level of support from the populace who are growing more opposed to the Federation government. The person who calls himself MAFTI and leads this organization is Hathaway Noah. The son of Bright Noah, an officer of the Earth Federation forces who once participated in the One Year War. Hathaway himself joined the forces trying to stop Shar's rebellion. With first-hand knowledge of the ideals and ideologies of Amuro Ray and Shar Aznable, he has become a warrior following in their footsteps and plans to clear a path forward through armed resistance. His destiny, however, is drastically altered as he encounters the Federation forces officer Kenneth Slegg and a mysterious young beauty named Gigi Andalusia. And that's pretty much the, the Gundam.info blurb on this film. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I was telling the guys before this started, I, I probably as of late, th this is going to be my non-spoilery quick down and dirty like did i like this did i not like this i i i i really like this i had a really fun time watching it and what i was telling the guys before we started the show basically is you know a, a lot of stuff these days in fandom i think my enthusiasm has waned to zero to you know negative 9000 or whatever like i haven't been super enthusiastic about a lot of the things that i've been checking out lately but this was a nice change of pace. I really enjoyed it. It reminded me of of everything that I sort of loved about Gundam and the things that I really enjoyed about this franchise. And I just thought to myself, it's almost cyclical because I know when I was kind of getting, I, I, I've said this before, but, you know, it bears repeating, you know, when I was kind of, you know, getting burnt out on the whole Star Wars thing, I felt like sort of like the, Star Wars prequels weren't my thing. Here was this this Gundam franchise that picked up the slack as far as a a sci-fi franchise for me to sort of glom onto. And I feel like history is kind of repeating itself in a sense where, you know, there's a lot of things in fandom that I'm not exactly super overjoyed about and, you know, properties that I'm not overly enthusiastic about, but this I, you know, I really enjoyed watching the film. And it, it, you know, it was just one of those things where I thought to myself, man, good old Gundam. Like it didn't for me, it didn't let me down. Like this was this was something where when the when the final credits rolled, I was like, oh, damn, I got to wait. Like, how long do I have to wait? You know, there's there's two more of these like like and, and I couldn't wait to see the other ones. And and I had a good time watching this one. So that's kind of like my non spoilery 
thoughts on on this film like you guys want to share those before we go into like nitty-gritty details like how about you mike oh i watched it in japanese like on the day it came out and like i thought it was all right like i i think like you know we'll get into it but i think it like i could i could sense like even though i i don't think tamino actually like wrote the adaptation but you know his name's you know original concept like in the credits or whatever but like i could sense a lot of tamino in this and like i don't know maybe in japanese i don't know it comes across as a little like i don't know like stilted maybe but like i i watched the dub the other day and i i think i liked the english dub like better than the like original japanese which is like rare like in a like i i think i understood things a lot better and i i liked everyone's performances a lot better and like yeah like ultimately i think i really liked this i mean i've got some like minor issues that we'll get into but like yeah on the whole like i i think i really enjoyed this and i'm i'm like you said i'm sad i'm like oh great it's going to be like another year if that like you know to, for the for the, <laughs> the, ne the next one like hopefully since this was like delayed like a year the next yeah, one will yeah, come maybe, out a little maybe, faster but yeah maybe they have a head start on the second one somehow yeah. maybe but yeah, yeah ultimately I, I i give it a thumbs up well what about you justin what what are your thoughts on this i liked it i don't know if i will like it upon multiple viewings i guess i'll say that much okay that's fine is, was there anything else you wanted to say, or do we want to get into specifics? No, we can go ahead and get into specifics. All right, all right. Well, I mean, I've, I've kind of got my notes on it and everything. I mean, I can go through some of them and, and kind of, if, if you guys want to throw some things in or whatever, but I, I just wanted to point out the, the opening song is titled Mobius, and apparently it's by Sawano Hiroyuki nzk featuring npi and Leiko and benjamin so i i don't get it like i'm not hipping with it with the you know it's like a really long like everything in japanese it's a long ass titles of things like long ass names of bands or artists or whatever but i i thought this was cool you know like i i feel like and and I don't know if this will this will resonate with you or not, like Justin, because this is more a comment applied to you. But but I mean, and it's not like Mike's ignorant of the franchise. But to to me, that opening song felt like like the Daniel Craig like James Bond opening songs like type thing. Mm. And the fact that you had this yeah. big giant like action sequence, just like a James Bond movie, right before you go into like this kind of opening music and everything and and i i kind of thought that carried through the entire movie you know what i mean like this idea that like everybody you know it, it's the joke they always make like everybody knows james bond is a secret agent but he's there and he's kind of you know wheeling and dealing and 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 you know flirting with the ladies and and all this kind of stuff and like i mean you know not not to put a a, a weird point on it like i i don't exactly think that Hathaway Noah is James Bond, but there, there, there is that aspect to this, you know, piece, like the fact that he's, you know, he's almost doing a, a Henry the fifth thing, you know, kind of walking amongst the people. Of course, in this case, all these people are corrupt earth federation, high muckety mucks, but like he's, I don't know. It's, it's this weird principled thing that they, they kind of go into with, with Mafty where, you know, even Kenneth says something about, you know, the people that hijack the plane in the opening don't seem like 
to have the same integrity that he had come to expect from Mafty. And, and, and there is that, I don't know, integrity and like, I want to look you guys in the eyes before I kill you type thing. And, and that's kind of what he was doing there. But like there, there's, there's this interesting aspect where he goes deeper into it. You know, he's, he's held there at the hotel and, and, and Gigi's there and, and Kenneth's there. And the fact that he's, you know, he's interacting with people that, you know, he's, he's kind of playing with fire. Right. And that's kind of a, to me, it's like a James Bondian aspect of it. You know, like you're 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 in the middle of the shit and anything you say, like can immediately lead to your ultimate demise type thing. And 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 the fact that you're like sort of playing this this game, I guess. But that's that that's kind of was my initial take on everything, you know, from from the opening song to the the opening action sequence and then and then you know i'd say the majority of the film up until the climax with the the gundam battle like obviously there's no you know gundam fight in james bond but but i i, I hope you you get what i'm saying yeah i i agree with you like i i immediately kind of thought of like bond movies when as that opening was playing like it it was very like yeah themed like that you know it's weird because since you know, obviously, you know, Japanese fans more than us, but like, you know, they've known for like, you know, 30 years, like about this more than like about this, like the story. And like, I almost was expecting them to like play their cards closer to their chest in this movie where like you don't know that Hathaway is actually Mafty until mm. like, you know, at like a lot later in the film, I guess. But like, I don't like within like, you know, the first 20 minutes, like, you know, Gigi like blurts it out and he's like, he, you know, he can't deny or confirm it, but you kind of know it's true. So like, I don't know, like, I, I thought maybe they were going to try and do a twist or something where they're like, you know, they tried to hide it from like the, mm. the nobody, the the normies or whatever. But I, no, I, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I'm not a normie. Like I, I kind of. I kind of knew from like minute one that that he was Mafty, and I guess maybe that's a good opportunity to bring up like like how much of this like like because I, I I haven't obviously read the novel, but I I read I I want to say like when I got really you know balls deep into Gundam, like I must have read like some kind of synopsis or or brief translations of passages. Like I mean I remember reading about this because because Char's counterattack like messed with my head so much with all the blue cupcake tea spear shit like like i was like there has to be more to this like like and i didn't get many answers about the fucking tea spear but like part of my thirst for knowledge in in the sense of this the outcome of char's counterattack led me to to things like you know belto chica's children and 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 hathaway's flash and everything and, and reading whatever i could glean from english so i feel like whenever Char's counterattack came out on DVD, like what, what was that? Like 2003, 2002, like some, I don't know. Yeah, whenever, whenever, when, whenever that was like, I feel like shortly thereafter me obsessing over that movie, you know, like I, I feel like that's when I knew much more about, and you know, to, to me, I think my attitude at the time, which yeah, maybe it's relevant to say here, but my attitude at the time, you know, 
it, it's 2002, 2003, like it's very fresh off of 9-11. You know, and I think my attitude at the time was, oh, man, fucking Hathaway got done wrong by a girl and became a fucking terrorist. You know, and 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 that's still true to a sense. Right. Like and 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 I just read about what happened, you know, and stuff we haven't even gotten to in the other movies yet. And, and it, you know, to me, it's like one of these things where you're like, oh, man, like what a tragic fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, like it just seemed like it, 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 it's it's destined to be, you know, to, to you know, destined to to be, I don't know, to to face misery. You know what I mean? Like, like misery is 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 a foregone conclusion or something like that. You know, and it, it was like you're reading it and you're like, man, that is miserable. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh well, that you know, again, does sound kind of atypical to me, no, right? So like. But I, I guess I'm curious, like, what what did you guys know about this going into it beforehand? Or or did you not know anything about it going into it beforehand? Nothing. Interesting. Yeah. So so what was what was your reaction then, Justin? Like, like, I mean, because, you know, Mike described like, oh, OK, you, you know, there wasn't much. They weren't quite as playful with it. You know, they, they didn't drag it out where it's like, you know. I don't know, at the 50 minute mark, it's like, dun, 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 I'm Mafty, you know, like type thing. It's like, you, you know, I mean, you, you figure it out pretty early on. So, yeah, I um, when he was kind of sitting at that hotel and talking to Gigi and she he's like, oh, I got to be on my toes. She can see through lies. That's what I was like. Oh, is he really this Mafty guy? Because like I said, I don't, I don't really know anything about uh, this at all i never read the novel i never read any like synopsis about it or a wiki entry about it or anything so i was like okay that's that's interesting like bright sun kind of becomes a terrorist okay so i thought that was interesting i think it's funny you mentioned james bond like after the the whatever it is like the space plane like the opening sequence as you referred to it like from the end of that until like the night attack like i was expecting more like spycraft you know, James Bond type stuff because, you know, Gigi kind of insists that they kind of share an adjoined room or something. So I was like, okay, like if he's if he's really this mafty guy, like I was expecting more sneaking around. Like I was expecting him to have to like go meet someone, you know, meet a contact or arrange something and she's like sneaking around trying to confirm, you know, that he is mafty. But there's it's more of like a it's like a weird romantic like not a romantic comedy but there's like a weird romance to it but it doesn't really i mean it's, it's japanese so it, it's it's not going to be satisfying because i mean there's there's that you know japanese trope whether it's an anime or a, a live action film or a tv series where like you're invested into it and whatever it is if you're invested into it for like three or four years or something it's like you like you want some kind of like resolution or confrontation like you want the characters to like kiss but because it's it's japanese it's like it has to be all restrained and they they have to like freak out over sharing a drink because in japanese culture like if you share someone's drink that's uh that's an indirect kiss and you have that in this film too mm -hmm. so when i saw like you know she was like oh do you want some of this and he kind of like turns it around and he's kind of like like him and Han about it I was like oh come on like I kind of I kind of wanted it to me be more like definite and mature about it because well because it's Gundam and this is like the this is mature Gundam like this isn't like you know SD Gundam or G Gundam or something silly I don't quite get 
all the stuff with Gigi. Like she's she is I mean, she's attractive, but then it's like towards the end of the film they pretty much say like, Oh, she's like some eighty year old rich guy's mistress pretty much and she doesn't really she doesn't deny it. She's like, you know, I am what I am. If you don't like that, that's too bad. I don't really get why Hathaway was infatuated with her because that doesn't really go anywhere. It's like once he like goes into her room and she's changing and she like yells at him and he leaves, it's like that kind of like it kind of ends it for him, but not really because after that she calls up Kenneth and they're going out and you know like being a woman like she's just doing that to like piss him off but he like he's not playing that game right like he just kind of like he's like okay well you can go out with him or whatever but then i don't i don't know it's like he he doesn't confirm or deny that he's mafty but then he goes to great lengths to like save her like once once he you know he pretty much directs the attack on their hotel he's like okay we're on this floor aim higher and you know we'll get out of there and stuff but then he's like protecting her through that whole sequence and they run out through the city and they're avoiding explosions and mobile suits and all this other stuff and he's protecting her and i mean i get it like he he didn't want her to die but i still don't quite get the whole romantic stuff it, it's it's like they want it to be uh you know like a, 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 a romantic triangle between him and kenneth and her but it, it doesn't quite work for me i don't know how you guys felt about all that stuff but I, I, I kind of have a lot of thoughts on that. I think like, you would. Yeah, I mean, okay. So for me, like intellectually, it, it, it's, it's supposed to be a, it, it's supposed to be a reflection of Amaro, Quest, and Char. Like, like, look, I mean, I know he so, refers to Quest a few times. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because because think of it this way, like, like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll this will probably make sense at the end of my long ass tirade, or, or hopefully it will make sense. But like, Hathaway, Hathaway is, you know how you like to say, like, do 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 you have plans to take us all out, Derek, in your bat cave or whatever <laughs> in your Derek cave, like, like, and that that's that's a reference to like prep time, right? Mm-hmm. And and just keep that in mind when you're going through this. Like, Gigi's not part of the plan, right? Gigi was never part of the plan, right? And and Gigi reminds him of Quest. And anything that reminds him of Quest throws him off of his game. Mm. Like, uh, but what, what's interesting about it is, I know you kind of refer to it as, as to you it seems immature, like some of the decisions. And and I don't know, maybe maybe I am, maybe I'm an immature person or whatever, right? But like like for me, a lot of those things seem like definitive decisions deliberate decisions to to cut those things off because of his past experiences mm-hmm. so like see the the thing of it is like the 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 main beat that that sums it all up right and and there's not a lot of stuff in here you know a lot of stuff is is pretty subtle right like like mm-hmm. some sometimes you you can't get all those things all at once you know it's like there there's the little comments from people on the plane oh my god she's a 
you know, she's a so-and-so like at that age and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, you, you kind of like, it, it's not explicitly shown that she's like fucking an 80 year old guy. Right. Yeah. Like, like, but, but that's the, that's the insinuation, right. That you have to pick up on. Right. Like, so there's, there's things like that. Right. And you know, the, to me, it's like, there's all these funny beats that I relate to that you're talking about in terms of this, uh, flirtation, I'll say, with romance. It's not an actual romance, but, you know, it's like, it's like Gigi, you know, I mean, I don't know, there, there's people like, oh, maybe she absentmindedly forgot he was there, and there's a pool out there, so she went out to put on her bikini, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry, like, as someone who's been through that a couple of times, it's all on purpose. <laughs> That's that's on fucking purpose. Like she went out there to elicit a reaction and it didn't get the reaction she wanted. Mm -hmm. So then she goes after Kenneth to get another reaction that she's trying to elicit. You know, and it's it's, it's the, 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 the problem is the game is this right. Like, ooh, like there's a dance floor. Let's go and dance. And Hathaway, or, you know, me relating to Hathaway, I kind of get it. Like, I can't dance for shit anyway. And for the most part, like, with a couple select exceptions at weddings and certain things where I was just like, ah, fuck it. I don't care if I look like a dumbass. I'll go have fun with some people and go dance or whatever. A lot of the times you are in that immature, shy mode where you're just like, you know what? I I don't really want to. You know, like, I don't have any fun doing this. I don't want to do this, right? And... You know, in some cases, you see these things where there's, like, these these bigwig money guys. Like, do you think the 80-year-old guy wants to dance? No. Like, does the 80-year-old guy go on the dance floor with her? No. He gives her a shit ton of money, and she goes and dances with whoever. It's like she's Mary Jane, right? She goes out and dances her heart out, and Peter Parker's just like, dude, dancing isn't exactly my thing. My thing's getting my ass kicked by Doc Ock and, I don't know, doing whatever, right? And, and that's kind of where Hathaway's coming from in certain sense, right? He doesn't want to dance, right? But you you get into this the, the the provocation, right? And it's like, oh well, Kenneth, like like why don't you attach this brooch to me? And like to me, Gigi is a very emotional person because even the, see the, the the thing that people don't get, right, is Hathaway was a very emotional kid. And he's a very sensitive kid, but because of what he went through, because he understands the consequences of of revealing emotions and being emotional as a man, like when he was last emotional like that, people died, right? And and there were people he didn't want to die, but they died, right? And and to him. It's like, I don't know, th this is my take on it. You you play your cards close to the vest kind of in a James Bond way. Like, you know, you, you like he finds her completely fascinating. He finds her to be I mean, he says it in his head, right, that that he finds it's like she's she's a she can see through lies like he finds that like appealing that he could that somebody could see through him at, in, in such a short time span, whereas most people have no idea they have no clue right so there, there's something about that that's very appealing to him outside of that there, there's the inference that you know it's not really spelled out but there's the inference that she's she's possibly a new type i mean like all those things tie her to quests right like that that it's it's a type that he was attracted to in the past 
and it was probably the worst possible relationship he ever had in his life right and and i guess the the point is like when people act on their emotions like that like Gigi does right he tells her you have to be careful about your words because your words will end up getting people killed and then the way she reacts to that is oh my god i didn't want that to happen you know and it's like th- that that's the thing like like she's she's coy and everything but like th- there's certain aspects where when she's in the middle of that you know, firefight and all that other stuff. Like then at that point, it's like, there's the tears, there's the crying, there's the, you know, you know, like you said, trying to make him jealous, you know, with the, the captain, even though she's not as into the captain and all that other stuff. Right. Or, or at least she kind of feigns that, right. That, that she's not that into, to Kenneth, but the key moment is the moment where after that entire firefight that you described, she runs from him straight to Kenneth. And because Kenneth arrived on the horses and because the horse hoofs trigger that moment back in Char's counterattack, that's that's the exact moment where he feels he lost Quest, right? And what's funny is he wasn't even part of that equation, really. You know, like 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 going back to the whole Amaro Quest Char thing. In in this example. He is Amaro. He's he's looking. He has that prep time insight. Like he he knows he recognizes her as a quest type. He knows he's attracted to that type. He also knows through years of experience that that type is totally fucking bad news. Like so he knows he shouldn't diddle with it. He shouldn't mess with it. He should just walk the fuck away. There's there there's a, a a magnetic pull and he's in the middle of it and and for some reason like there's certain things that she's saying that are speaking to him and and he can't you know he's in the middle of it so in some sense he can't pull himself away from that and and that's why like the the plan was to go off with Emerelda and and get into that car and everything he should have left her there you know what I mean like or he should have not stayed in the room with her or you know he should have never talked to her in the first place you know what i mean like like there are all those things right but but because that inciting incident of her doing the little you know new type thing and and her realizing that those people were fakes and the fact that he 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 has an interest in her because she recognized that they were fakes and because she recognized he was the real thing you know it's like in some sense it's like it's like getting a like on a Facebook page or it's like getting feedback on a podcast or something. It's like, oh, you see me like like you see me, even though I'm kind of hiding out from you and, and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be on the down low or whatever. But you still see me. And and I guess that's like way becomes a simp for her. <laughs> no, no. See, that that's the thing. He's He's not a simp because he's he's cutting the ties to her. Like just just because you recognize that that you're that someone's bad news, and just because you you have the foresight to see that, like sometimes in the heat of the moment, you don't always come to that conclusion 
right away, right? Because 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 the the other key thing that stands out to me, and this is more of a dub line, but it's it's said quite similar in the Japanese. But the the other key moment that stood out to me is when. Kenneth says in the cafeteria sequence, he says, well, why do you get so shy around her? Like, could it be possible you suffered a terrible heartbreak at some point in time? And like that goes back to the prep time thing. Like everyone who has prep time, whether it be Batman or Dr. Doom, that's the result. It's a simple result of suffering some kind of terrible heartbreak. And, you know, doesn't matter all the prep time, all the planning, all the experience. Like, if you don't actually listen to your spider sense, if you don't actually listen to the gut punches, then the recognition that you have is is going to be worthless, right? Like, if you don't realize that you are Amaro, she is Lala, you know, Kenneth is Char, or or you are Amaro, she is Quest, and 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 he is Char. You know, and you don't realize you're doing that endless waltz, right? And walk away from the waltz, then all the the meticulous planning, all the precision, like n- none of that means anything. And so he's like, you know, he's kind of flirting around with it. And and so I mean, I you know, I don't think he's, I I think he he indulges himself with the idea of possibly simping for Gigi, and then. He walks away from it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and that's my take on it because, you know, like, and 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 this is something that is not explicitly stated at all. But like, the 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 girl at the very end when uh, I, I forget what how did you describe it, Mike? When he's doing the the sexy walk across the. The, yeah, the, the boat or whatever, they, right? The like, very like, last shot of him when they CG him, he looks like freaking Bender from that episode of Futurama <laughs> where he's like, you know, oh, Mafty, like, you so sexy. Shut up, baby, I know it. Like, <laughs> so so when he's doing the, the you so sexy walk, like, right before that, and he lands and everybody's giving him the high fives and, and, and congratulations and all that other stuff, there's, there's a, a girl who comes up to him, and you might be thinking, who the fuck is that? And her name is Kilia Days. Mm-hmm. And Kilia is the, I guess, the Chan in this uh, Char's counterattack parallel. Like, like she is Noah Hathaway's girlfriend. Like, and, and, and so, like, like that, that, I mean, that's the funny thing, right? You talk about, like, corrupt Federation guys. I mean, Kenneth Slag, like, the, the, the details you, you might overlook if you don't pay attention to it. He's I mean, married. Kenneth Slag. Yeah, he's married, right? Yeah. He took off his he took uh-huh. off his ring finger, but yeah. he wants to bang the stewardess and he wants to bang <laughs> yeah. the shit out of fucking uh, Gigi, right? Like, and 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 Noah, right? Like again, Gigi wasn't part of the plan, right? He had a girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like he had a whole life and everything that he's setting up, and he's got certain agendas and everything. It's just there are certain things about her, certain things that she says that that are making him not necessarily question his his uh his raison d'etre but maybe there are certain things where he's he's going to refine it because you know what what's funny is the cabbie isn't anybody he wants to get into the pants of but the cabbie does the same thing where he he doesn't you know he's like oh i think mafty's had too much book learning is basically what the cabbie says. Yeah. And the cabbie tells him, like, look, 
we're all wage slaves. Like, it doesn't matter to us this this green shit or this get off the planet shit or whatever the fuck you're trying to push because we, we don't even have time to consider that. Like, all we have time to consider is the next fucking paycheck. And the funny part about it is, like, this this film came out I mean, this is released, this is so well fucking timed. Like, not the novel, but the release of this film is like the perfect time to tell this story. Because, I mean, the, the, the way things are in the world, like, you know, the, the, the people talk about, you know, whatever, people want to protest, people want to revolt, people want to, you know, upend all these elements that they see as... Uh, <sighs> societal structures that they somehow think have failed them yet they're only like 20 fucking years old do you know what i mean so it's like i'm like you haven't even been a wage slave yet so how the fuck do you know that until you know what i mean like like there there's certain things that like when you come from a certain place in life like think about it like noah the whole family right like i mean there, there's a certain amount of privilege in that family, right? Like, like Mirai, right? Like, come on, like, like she was fucking like an heiress practically, right? I mean, his mom is fucking Paris Hilton, and his dad is the fucking captain of the fucking military, right? Like, he killed fucking Chan, like, and they just swept that shit all up, and that's why he's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, cause he sees. Like, that that all, that's all bullshit. Like, if you have an advantage, if you have the gold card that they had in that movie where you can charge it and there's unlimited charging, if there's an exception to the rule, then it's fucked. And, and he's a living, walking, breathing example of an exception to the rule. And that's, I mean, that, th those experiences that he's had, like, shaped him and, and drove him to be you know, have this, this philosophy. And then you throw like Char and Amaro and all that stuff into the mix and what they were both trying to do. And it, it you know, it, that's, that, you know, and again, kind of just going back to the Gigi thing, like that, that was never part of the plan, but it was something that, that he flirted with. Cause it's like, well, what, you know, it, it, it's like that notion of like, you could see parallels. It's like that 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 hot stewardess was like, um, what's her face? Who was the the chick that uh, that Char was was hooked up with in Counterattack? I can't think of her name now. The, oh, uh, the Nanai. Nanai, right? That that older stewardess was like a Nanai, but yet Gigi's right. You know what I mean? So it's like there's the whole you know lowly con. Let's go sit on the fucking plane seat next to this hot young thing or whatever and just talk talk it up with her or whatever you know so i you know i don't know that's that's kind of my my take on it and it, it definitely i i think a lot of this stuff hit home with me i mean you know the 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 idea of you know him having that terrible heartbreak and it defining his you know his entire kind of life from that point on i mean you know that you know there there there've been comments to the effect of you know what is he doing this for you know he's doing it to to build a world where where quest would have been happy 
you know what I mean? Or like, like, like that, that idea of, of something like that, like where Quest wouldn't have had to make those choices, you know, like, like that, that kind of fantasy that he has, you know, type thing, but also recognizing all the corruption that's in the Federation government. And the only thing that, that he can do to eradicate that corruption is just eradicate all the people that contribute to it, you know, like, but the cabbie drive, you know, like the, 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 there, there are those things he didn't consider, like the cabbie's not corrupt. The cabbie's just part of a corrupt system. Right. And, and he's just doing what he has to do to survive. So it's like, you, you, you have to figure out like, well, what, you know, if you really, really wanted to, to solve problems, right. You'd have to figure out like, how to not make people wage slaves. Like, you'd have to jump to the magical point of, like, Gene Roddenberry next generation bullshit somehow. You know what I mean? Which I, I have no idea how you do that. Like, to me, that's fucking impossible. But somehow you'd have to, you know, magically jump there where it's like everybody's like, I'm doing this to better myself. I'm going to wear a fucking skin-tight jumpsuit and just, like, you know, make flowers because I'm good at it. You know? And it's like, that's... You know what I mean? But meanwhile... The, the real people, they have to fucking slave over the flowers just to pay rent, right? Or or in this case, you know, pay their, what, what do they call it? Their Earth Federation, you know, like their Earth license or some shit. Like, basically, they all have to be, like, actually licensed to live on Earth. And even then, it seems like there's plenty of points where the, 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 the you know, they have those manhunts, right, where they go after the people and, and deport them, you know, one way or the other. I mean, I guess... I don't know. It was weird because I was thinking about what what Mike had posted. You know, like I know you and Boo posted, and you, you kind of already made the crack about it, right? The the CG with the the sort of cell animation, and and you know maybe how you think that kind of clashes. But like for me, I kind of felt like a lot of that stuff worked for me because I felt like the hotel and the cafeteria and like certain areas like that, like they, they were supposed to be manufactured. You know what I mean? Like and and. And I don't know, for me, that seemed like one of those things where, like, you, you go into a place and you go, oh, man, this is, you know, it, not only is it hoity-toity or even even the plane in the beginning, you know, like that. But but it's it's this idea that, like, everything is, like, built with a computer and, like, kind of, you know, this, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know, like an Apple store, like, you know, all, you know, all supermarkets all over the place basically look the same all hotel franchises all over the place basically look the same. And, and then they're also trying to show you the, you know, I guess the riches that, that the, the, the earth federation has that most people in the federation take for granted, I guess, you know, like, I mean, it might be interesting to see how, you know, how the other half lives, how space colonies live, but you know, I don't know, like in, in a lot of cases in Gundam that th there's, there's that, not that much discrepancy between the two, but I, I think they're trying to establish kind of like a, you know, the the, the kind of, you know, one, I don't know, one percenters, you know, that, that that are all in that that hotel, you know, the, the guy that comes in and says, oh, guest first. And it's like, well, we're guests too, dipshit, you know, like we, we get to go in the hotel or get, get, get to go in the elevator too or whatever. And meanwhile, you can tell. Like, not, not only is that guy a guest, but he's banging some chick that he's not supposed to be banging, because even though they're in the middle of this air raid, and the hotel's going to be blown the fuck apart, like the fucking Twin Towers or some shit, the, the thing that they're most worried about is 
oh, I guess this means the jig is up. Like, we're both coming out in our bath towel gowns or whatever, and people are going to know we've been banging, even though we've been doing it on the sly. You know, so, like, there's all that kind of stuff that's that's layered into it. It's not, you know, it doesn't, I don't know. I guess that's why I've always liked Gundam. It doesn't, doesn't fucking spell it out for you or whatever, you know, and you actually have to, like, you know, use your fucking noggin to put some of these things together. But that that, that was kind of my take on it or whatever. And I, I, I guess, too, for me, I don't think of, um, I mean, I'd be interested what your guys' opinion on this, because you've always been more in tune with the the Gundam models and, and all that kind of stuff, the mobile suits and stuff. Like, for me, they're a means to an end. Like, I'm not... I'm not super butthurt that this doesn't look like your traditional Gundam or whatever to me. It's like, you know, I, I don't care what kind of car somebody's driving in a race. You know what I mean? I just care more about the race and the characters in it, you know, like, so, I mean, that's, that that's kind of my, I don't know if it's a shortcoming of mine, but I feel like this movie played to my shortcomings, if that's the case, because this, this seemed to me to be especially character driven more so than, then, you know, uh, I guess th- this seems to be one of those those shows where it, it, it ironically, it's a lot less to me. It seems like it's a lot less focused on selling model kits than, you know, maybe go to the extreme. Right. As opposed to, you know, a, a build fighters show. Right. Where it's like model kit, model kit, model kit, model kit, model kit. You know what I mean? Whereas this is more like about the characters and their relationships and their their bruised psyches and and how that turns into a political movement you know what i mean so like that's that that's the kind of stuff that i guess i glom onto and 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 there's no denying like to me i think if if any marketing worked on me like uh the the allure for the exact wrong girl that you have to like cut it off like before it goes too far like i'm like if they if they make a gundam girl of uh, gg i might be all on that but uh Otherwise, like, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't have too much to say about the, the mobile suits. I mostly know the Penelope and the, I guess it's pronounced the Kasi Gundam. Like, it's it's spelled like X-I Gundam. Like, but I guess it's pronounced the Kasi Gundam, uh, which is Hathaway's suit. Like, I know both of them mostly from, like, the Extreme Versus games where they're cheesy and broken as fuck. And, like, I hate fighting them and stuff, especially... <laughs> Like, you know, people who use them online, like the Kasi Gundam online is like probably the most broken suit in the game. Like, because every time it shoots a beam rifle, it also shoots a pair of missiles with it. So it essentially is shooting three projectiles at you at once. So it, like in no other suit in the game, aside from like the Penelope has that ability. So it's like super cheesy and, you know, cheap. But I do I do like their designs. Like they're very different from like, you know, the series that are like surrounding this basically like it seems like ever since like double zeta like like gundam design has gone bulkier and bulkier and larger and larger and now this is like the zenith of that where like you know the penelope doesn't even like kind of look like a gundam for most of this because like it's in sort of a like flight like cocoon sort of most of the time and it's like flying around like a like flying fortress or something but it's almost like like they they have what like a zeong and a gundam and they make like a giant baby or something right yeah uh-huh like, like they're, they're almost like yeah they're bordering the line of like mobile armors instead of like gundams and then like when you go to f91 they've they've gone the opposite direction like the f91 is tiny and like you know very humanoid and slender and like all the 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 mobile suits in f91 are very 
humanoid and like a lot smaller like you again again in the extreme versus games if you if you partner the like kasi with the f91 the f91 only comes up to the kasi's like chest not even like it's tiny so like like i i I do appreciate like the sort of evolving like you know uh gundam like styles and stuff and like you know i i like i like the designs in this for the most part like i don't know what about you justin yeah, I don't have a problem with the designs at all. Like, but this does go kind of to like, I guess my only real criticism, and I don't know if you guys had this problem uh, or not, but a lot of the scenes are taking place at night. And okay, you know that you know the episode in the last season of Game of Thrones where a lot of people complained they couldn't see shit. Oh, okay. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't have that problem with Game of Thrones. I kind of had that with certain sequences in this like a lot of those nighttime battles like i i'm like okay i don't know what suit that is exactly i can't make that out oh, okay that looks like a federation suit okay and then at the the final battle was nice but again there were certain sequences where like like i know the penelope or the, the g is on screen but i it just looks like something you know it's it's it looks like a black mobile suit against black sky with black looking water on the on the surface of the planet i'm just like mike do i need to fiddle with the contrast settings on my monitor i'm like well i i've never had to before so i don't i don't know did you guys have that problem or was it just me no yeah i mean i i i I get what you're saying i think I think it, part of it is that since they animate the Gundams in CG, it's like, you know, if they use darker, you know, it looks better if they're just like, you know, darkening it up and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, I know. I understand. Like, especially, like I said, like, it's very hard to identify their silhouettes as like humanoid sometimes, especially like the Penelope. So like, yeah, it, like sometimes you're like, what the fuck is like happening? Like exactly. Like, like there, there was a sequence where I think Hathaway will like, left their you know their little base it's like they're like in the wreckage of something like Hathaway goes up to the top and it's like it's nighttime so it's like there's a black sky and again you got like the black surface of the water you got like the black surface of that ruined structure he's standing on and like his clothing is like dark so I'm just like I can see like I know he's there because I can see like his eye and some of his face, but like the rest of it is just like various shades of black. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I think the way they shot that final mobile suit battle too is kind of like, like it was almost like a dog fight rather than, you know, two robots like fighting mm. each other. Like it was very like fast paced and yeah. like, you know, like a lot of like tracer fire and the darkness and like, you know, missiles. Like when he, when the Cassie was like bombarding the Penelope with missiles, it just kind of looked like the missiles were like the chief source of like illumination in the mm-hmm. scene, it seemed like. So you were like, you know, oh man, like, well, I, I, guess, I guess I see what's going on, but... I mean, I mean there, there, there is the aspect that Cassie and the Penelope, to me, seem like they're, you know, uh, brother-sister suits, you know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, and, and there's even that interesting, you know, the, it's the same old politics we always hear about with Anaheim Electronics, but I mean, the notion is, right, like... That, that Hathaway went and bought this souped-up awesome Gundam from Anaheim, and he's he's going to, 
to unleash it, you know, when he does this drop and everything. And that was something he, he had, you know, prep time, right? He had that, th that was waiting for him in space before he ever got on the plane. Like that was all built by Anaheim and paid for long before he ever planned the flight to Earth to look everybody in the eyes, right? Before he uh, came across Gigi unexpectedly, right? Like, but, it, it, you know, the notion is when, when he's running with her, one of the things he learns is he's like, that's the new Federation mobile suit? Motherfucker, I just commissioned Neil Adams to draw me a Batman, and motherfucking Neil Adams just gave a Batman commission that looks exactly like mine, to the fucking federation <laughs> like that's that's what that is right like where you're like mother he's like motherfucker you know like that's that's what that is and i thought that was one of those things i guess going back to your difficulty in following you know whether it's like the, the contrasts or whatever i mean i i, I can I, I don't think i had the problem per se but like i can appreciate what you're saying like because there is that notion of like dark on dark on dark to me it seemed like a bunch of dark blues but to you it seemed like a bunch of dark blacks right but then on top of that throw into the the you know one one thing i noticed was i was like oh well you know th they both kind of look like the same suit having a dog fight and doing a lot of quick moves so if you're not like just totally uh, focused on the 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 action and the 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 battle movements, you know, like I, I could see how you could even be easily confused into wait, who shot who? Like, which shoot won? Like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, so I mean, and and I think you know, like like we've been saying, you know, me and Mike watched the dub and the sub. I mean, I'm kind of the bizarro to to Mike. Like, I watched the dub on the opening day. I thought it was great and had a really good time. And then before we did this show, I decided, you know what, I'm going to watch the Japanese language version. And I did go back and watch that fight a couple times where I was like, let me just make sure I understand all the machinations of this. And I, I mean, I feel like I picked it up pretty well the first time. But I mean, uh, again, just to back you up, I mean, I, I did go back and rewatch it a couple times just to make sure where I was like, OK, he, you know, he he's trying you know I, I i mean this might be a good time to I, I don't know what did you guys think about lane like i mean i guess he's the what, what is he in that that analogy he's not he's not really uh, an amaro he's more like um what's his nuts char's um char's lieutenant oh, he's guy. gune yeah he's he's, he's like the gune in that little circle of of stuff right you know like and and in some sense he's also the hathaway in that situation too because hathaway says he sees a lot of himself you know in lane right like so there's there's you know part of me wondered i'm like is lane gonna end up having a thing for gg at some point in this like i don't know probably not but you know that that's something that could end up happening too so when 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 I first saw his name in subtitles, like for a brief second, I thought his name was Lame Aim. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like they were like talking down to him, like we just call him Lame Aim, like because he can't hit for shit. Like <laughs> I thought there there was a hint of uh, um what's his face from like Gundam Unicorn. Like I feel like like Angelo from Gundam Unicorn in Lane, like sorta, like where you know Kenneth was like you know oh if you can't perform better in the Penelope, I'll just give it to Hathaway, and then like Lane like kind of gives him the stink eye when he runs by, like he's like you know command the commanders like into this like new guy, like who the hell's this, like yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of that like the and the, the the echoes. I mean, you have to remember. I mean, 
ultimately, like, you know, th this is very much, I, I know you don't have a lot of context for this, Justin, because you said you didn't, you, you, don't, you don't have pre-knowledge of, of so, you know, where this is all going, per se, but, like, th this does have the, the, the aroma of, uh, what, the, the Dark Crystal Netflix Resistance series, or whatever the hell it's called, right? Because you're like, well, ultimately, this is going to lead to the Dark Crystal. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's like all your little stupid resistance. Like, I mean, even though the series got canceled, I mean, say it had gone on. You know, I remember having that conversation with people at work going, oh, yeah, I watched that. And that was cool. I, I hope everything turns out good for the Gelflings. And I'm kind of like, have you <laughs> have you watched the dark? Like, have you watched the Dark Crystal? Like, basically, they commit genocide on their entire race. Like, no, it doesn't work out good for the fucking Gelflings. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I kind of feel like th th this falls into a similar category. Like, there's not going to be a lot of happy endings for, for too many people. I mean, ultimately, you know, where you end up is where you see the Federation in, in F-91. So, I mean, you know, I guess if people are not expecting anything less than a tragedy, like, uh, I mean, you better uh, uh, course correct your expectations, you know? It's, it's always funny, like, seeing all this in-between stuff between, you know, like, the the first Gundam and, like, F-91, like, even, like, Unicorn, where it's, like, you know, it ends kind of, like, hopeful and whatever. Maybe things will change, and, uh, no, they won't. <laughs> like, no, yeah, sorry. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe a bullet won't hit a mother on the head as she falls to the ground. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, even, like, you know, stuff like Laplace's box, like, that didn't mean shit, apparently. Like, yeah. that, the, yeah. the Federation didn't change. Like, no one, you know, called them out for it. Like, Well, that, that's that's why I think this is, this is you know, pretty well-timed, too, because, you you know, I, I saw some really nice articles and write-ups and everything online about some of this stuff. Like, I did I did save it just so I could refer people to it, but I guess there's, there's some kind of WordPress site called Infinite Mirai, and and I was just reading their write up on it, and they they you know I mean just to paraphrase they 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 were saying how this couldn't be more relevant you know like like the idea that like you know they didn't learn the lesson from Char's counterattack they didn't learn the lesson from Unicorn you know what I mean like even though you think like for fuck's sake like that in other words like I, I guess and I guess in some sense this might be an answer to Justin's question about like what what's up with hathaway and Gigi, it's like did did you learn your lesson from quest pariah or did you not do you know what i mean like like there, there there's that aspect to it i mean you know and 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 again i i just keep throwing myself under the bus so cruiser dave can talk shit but like you know that like that i've been there you know what i mean like like i've i even though i know things are like there's no way this can work. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you have prep time, like like you 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 have foresight. You you you've lived it enough times where you could recognize the warning signs. But it's like you actually have to you know act on the warning sign. It's like it's like you you can't just like walk past a, a puddle on the floor and nearly slip and break your neck. Like you have to know like oh. That was a sign. Let me get a fucking towel and clean that shit up so I don't break my neck the next time I walk past that way. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to take some kind of action. You know, you mentioned it earlier, and I thought it was a very interesting thing where, like, it, it, you know, it it went by. Like someone said it a couple times, and I was like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Like, like Hathaway's whole reputation in the Federation is that as a kid. 
he got into it like he stole a mobile suit and went out into the middle of a battle and shot down an enemy and like we know that's not what really happened yeah, yeah. like on the battlefield like you know chan tried to save him from quests chan killed quests and then hathaway killed chan so yeah. like not like um, maybe it'll come up in the next movie but i'm like did bright cover it up for his son like oh, did yeah. did hathaway that, like lie about it like you that, know that that's the whole point like that's that's why that's why his whole psyche you know that that i mean that's that that's led to all of this you know what i mean like i mean that that's the whole point he's like i said he's a living exception to the rule right like i mean you, i mean i don't know you you could you could end up saying oh well maybe bright didn't know or whatever but i mean i i think he had to have known you know what i mean like i mean that that it's like what what else you know yeah i mean i mean and and it's it's interesting like you said when you and it's funny like that that's why stuff like this is more and more relevant cuz cuz if you if you repeat the lie enough times in this film like like even even if you're the most ardent Gundam fan, right? They say it enough times where you start to think, oh yeah, yeah, he was a war hero, right? Like he 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 was a kid and he got in the suit and he did a good thing. But you're like, no, 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 that's not that's not what fucking happened, you know? So, um, yeah. And I, I was just laughing because like I was also like, well, it's Chan, so I mean, who cares? But still, like, it's not... <laughs> oh man. No, it's interesting. Yeah. Like I was actually, because like, I like I like this past week, you know, since but coming up to this film, like I've been on a like Char's counterattack, like you know, hype train where I I've, mm. I've been reading up on it and like all the all the you know different versions of shit and like stuff like that, and like since like there are, there are here's the, like the timeline basically. It's like D Tamino wrote his novel, which was called High Streamer, which was like his conclusion to Liamaro, like Char, like rivalry then they made the movie then tamino made another novel called beltorchka's children which is like his definite version of like the story and like like I, I was reading all this shit i was like so why was like i was like why was chan invented and it was and like he wanted to use Beltorchka in like Char's counterattack. And then then like I was reading, well, oh, I, I figured it might be some kind of like voice actress like drama, as is like usually known like for the shows from that time. Like, you know, they always like are recasting someone. Yeah. Or yeah. someone was in a relationship wasn't, with someone. Wasn't, but wasn't that I forget. Wasn't that true of. I don't know. I was trying to think like wasn't I don't know. Cause, well, cause, like what I, what I ended up like discovering was like I, w I was like, oh, maybe Beltorchka's voice actress wasn't available, but she her voice actress voices quests. So she was available. So I was like, so mm -hmm. why didn't they use Beltorchka? And then it, all it's all I could find was it says, oh, to Tamino was not allowed to use that character for the movie. And I'm like, why wasn't he allowed to use like, well, isn't it his own character almost? But. I don't was it were there plans for Beltorchka and something else and they did fizzled hmm. out or like I don't know it was interesting but you, you know what I think I was thinking of like like uh, re remember how what is it I'm, I'm trying to remember like like Sailor's in double Zeta but not in in Z Gundam right and wasn't wasn't Beltorchka like wasn't she invented because Sailor's voice actress yeah, I think more or less busy? yeah 
I mean, I yep. mean, in a apocryphal, like, you know, sort of, you know, I mean, maybe I'm missing details, but like, I think that's what I was thinking of. And then it was funny because then later, Sayla shows up in Double Zeta because she was available. But then by that point, you know, Amaro had his squeeze. And then when you get to the movie, then he doesn't have her anymore, you know, like, and I, I, I don't know, like, like in some, in some ways, I mean, that kind of works out for. I, you know, I, I guess this is something I was dwelling on, too, because it's like, you know, and, and, and of course, you, you may boo me, right? Especially Justin, because he's like, fuck Wolverine or whatever. But like, I, I always feel like at, at a lot of people's base level, right? Like, nerds want to be Wolverine because they wish they were that cool. And I feel like nerds want to be Char because they wish they were that cool. But if you really stop and think about it and you really reflect on it, like we're all kind of this Amaro, Camille, uh, Hathaway kind of, you know, type where, you know, it's like you, you, you get moody and, and paranoid and, 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 and kind of, uh, you know, fucking, you know, I mean, that that's the thing I love about Amaro. It's like he, he sees all the bullshit. And he's like, I can't do too much about it, but you guys are all a bunch of assholes. And I, I, I don't like all the politics because you guys are all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't really help anything in the final analysis. But I mean, you know, that's and what's interesting is, you know, Hathaway is, is, is a little different from that. Right. He's not apathetic to it. Like he's actually, you know far less than apathetic he's he's going out and killing federation officials but i you know ultimately i mean i guess you know f91 we're going to keep pounding that tune right but i mean in the back of our minds we kind of know that w whatever he goals he sets out to do whether he accomplishes some of them or not it does not lead to how should we put it you know effective change and or uh <laughs> it's like you know, you know oh maybe at the end of this whatever they'll be like oh maybe the federation has learned its lesson maybe they'll they'll get better then like fast forward to f91 and use the children as shields like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know like I, I was like interested in like seeing how this all like you know all the lead up to this and then you know then eventually like a few years later tamino wrote this yeah, and like yeah. this, this was like a novel trilogy as well. So, like, but you know, it's just interesting. But like, I, I wanna, I don't think it's done yet. But there's like a manga adaptation of Bill Torchka's Children, like ongoing now. Like, oh, and, okay. like I, I kind of want to read it if someone ever, you know, if they ever release it officially or someone scans it and translates it or what. But like, I'm, I'm interested because I ever, guess I, I know they, you know, I know there's the you know, English translation of like the original Gundam novels, you know, where it was like, you know, S.H.A. Shah or whatever, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, have they ever like officially translated Hathaway's Flash? I don't think so. There might be some fan translations, okay. but I, I don't believe there is an official like maybe this will lead to it. But mm. I, I doubt. Well, I mean, those those original Gundam novels at least got a reprinting where they updated all the names and like, mm. you know, corrected all the, you know, mistakes to the, you know, modern standard or whatever. So no, that was no, nice. no rocket lasers. No. Yeah. And it's char again. Yeah. Okay. All that. But but yeah, I mean, it would be nice. I mean, I'd be interested. Like, I'm, I'm sad, like they don't release more manga, like and translate more manga mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. Gundam. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What what do you guys think of the the way this they and ultimately I mean because I I imagine I and and maybe I'm speaking out of turn but I imagine had COVID not happened we we would not be watching this on Netflix but 
interestingly enough, I mean, it seems like this was delayed, did not get released in the theaters until, you know, fairly recently. And then and then we we get to see it on Netflix. And and then what I found interesting is, I mean, there, they, I don't know that it's, you know, it's not like every single Gundam series ever is on Netflix. But I mean, it you know, they definitely tried to acquire the the films that would potentially prep people for this if they wanted to do so for themselves right like you could watch the three original mobile suit gundam trilogy movies and you could watch char's Counterattack, and then you could watch hathaway i mean that would kind of at least kind of get you up to speed on on what some of this is you know referring to even though i've i've read some people say oh this is this is okay. Like anybody can walk into this fresh or whatever. I don't know how true that is, but I mean, it, it seems like they definitely, at least Netflix has tried to at least give people a semi primer. It'd kind of be like, Oh, we're going to release like, I don't know, uh, 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 five faces of darkness on Netflix. And then they, you know, they, they, they release, you know, more than meets the eye and they release transformers, the movie. And, and then, and then you watch, you know, five, faces, you know, whatever like that, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even even watching like Unicorn, which is like the thing that like takes place closest to this is probably of no real help, like because that's kind of its own right, thing. Right. Like so. But that, it's funny, like, you know, like you said, you know, way at the beginning and they, they have the logo right before the movie starts. Like this is like their like new initiative, like the future of the Universal Century initiative or whatever, where they're trying to go beyond like, you know, Char's counterattack and stuff. And like. Like, Unicorn had some cameos from, like, you know, classic, like, you know, UC characters, like, you know, Kai and, you know, Beltorchka and, like, stuff. I mean, I don't think they're in the original work, but would you like to see, like, someone, like, in the next two movies, like, them add in some, like, cameos or whatever? I mean, like, do you want to see, like, Dr. Camille, like, clinic or something or, like, Mm -hmm. stuff like that? Like, or we know Judah was probably on Jupiter, like, banging rue or whatever right now so like i don't, I don't know like i would want judal or uh milf Albo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll i'll go with i i think judal would be the least offensive to me you know what i mean we'll, we know thanks to crossbone gundam that judal lives to be a crusty old man yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. i i feel like that would be the least intrusive you know well, as long as it's not like Lane and Hathaway are having their final battle and like, you know, they're about to kill each other. And then like you hear like unicorn and like, Banaja run, runs in and he's like, like, no one's going to like, like friggin Kara. Like no one's going to kill anyone. Like I'm going to beat both of you guys. Like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. That is something I appreciate about this. There's none of that. We can't kill each other. Or I'm going to stop you from killing this person. Like, I kind of, I guess I appreciate that, but it's not very realistic, right? Like, no, in the real in the real world, no one is running out in the middle of a battlefield saying, we can't do this, we can't kill these people or, or, or anything. But there, there was none of that in this. Like, during that nighttime scene, like, it's pretty, I mean, we, we don't have mobile suits in real life, but I imagine that's fairly realistic. Like, the building's getting shot, and then, like, even... Even the spray from some of the fire, you see that like melting the sidewalk and like oh, yeah. cars and stuff. And I was like, oh, like I, I don't think I'd, if I had, I don't think I'd ever seen that in Gundam before. Like if it, if it's been displayed before, like it's 
like slipped my mind but i was like oh like can you imagine like you've you're trying to like get out of town and you think you survived and then you get hit from like the the spray from like the laser fire and that's like melting you and i was like oh wow but yeah i I appreciate there's none of that like preachy like we can't kill each other like i'm gonna stop all the killing and all that stuff I, I did like that scene where, like, before, like, you know, Mafty begins his attack and uh, the guy, uh, Gauman, says, like, I apologize to, like, whoever, like, I pray for the souls of, like, whoever gets caught in our crossfire, like, tonight or whatever. Like, and then, like, you know, it's no apologies. And he doesn't say, like, well, it's a good thing it's a Sunday because that building's, like, <laughs> right, totally right, empty right. or whatever. Well, and I mean, I, I think to, to Justin's point, I mean, the, the, you know, the thing I always keep coming back to is is F-91, right? And, and you know, it's not the exact exact imagery right but but the 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 notion of the collateral damage from a populated community that is you know has a mobile suit engagement right like yeah and 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 that that thing that you were talking about i mean think about it it was like the what like the steel uh, i don't know what you call those like the 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 road guards on the sidewalks or whatever, these like metal hunks of things where like, I mean, you, you probably destroy a car running into them, but the, the, the spray, as you're calling it, you know, of the, the, the beam fire or whatever, like it just melts the hell out of them, you know? And you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like if a human being got hit by that, it fucking you're toast, right? Like that's it. Right. Like, so, I mean, that's, that that's one of those things where you know and and that that's that's one of those things where see the 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 old me the old hathaway this is just me you you you've triggered me now the the old hathaway would have been like oh man like i i saved you like 15 times from being killed quest pariah and like now you're going to run off with fucking char on me and and i i almost feel like it, you know to me it's like that that's still in the back of my head right you're like oh man Hathaway saved GG like fucking 15 times that night. Not even an exaggeration. Like 15 fucking different times. Like she was nearly killed and he saved her every single one of those times. And then the minute fucking Kenneth shows up on his fucking horse, it's like, you know, and I'm just kind of like, oh man, you know, (laughs) and even, even like, it's funny because like, even the way they, they, you know, it's like the way the shadow comes over his face. It's like, it's like, that's almost comical. It's almost like that romantic anime SD Gundam comical, like, you know, you know, when they, when they put like a, you know, kind of thing. And (laughs) he's got, and he's got like the angry, like little squiggles coming up from his head or whatever, you know, it's like, it's almost like that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that's, that's kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't know, it cracks me up because it's like, uh, I don't know, to me, that's like so fucking real, you know, like, like it's, it's, it's uncanny. Hathaway dis. Hathaway dis. (laughs) What a dis. More like Kenneth Des, right? It's like <laughs> yeah. Kenneth Des. It's like it's like oh boy, Gigi, like let's be happy together. Kenneth Des, bong. <laughs> you know, he's like, God damn it, what the fuck? Get your purple haired ass out of here. You know, I, I mentioned it before we started, but it's like we were talking about how 
they they changed like Kenneth's like original character design, like from the novels, at least in like artwork, like he was like blonde haired and blue eyed and they, they, you know, they made him like dark skinned and yeah, what purple haired and in, in this. So like, you know, I, I think that's, you know, it's, it's fine. Like it, it seems like a more modern like take, I guess. And I guess like you keep calling him Char and I like, I agree. He's probably the Char analog in this, in this yeah, thing, but yeah. I guess they, they also said they didn't want people to like confuse him with Char, like so that's why they changed up his design. Well, also, I mean, we just had—I mean, well, not just had, but we just had a Char-esque character in Unicorn, you know, full frontal. So that would just be—I mean, I know there's that like there, there's that uh, you know the Gundam trope. There's always a a Char. There's always a masked man, right? But sometimes you're just like, uh, can can we not have a guy like that? for once so i I was glad that he like didn't look like that it is it is ironic that like he's on the federation side and hathaway Mm -hmm. is like the revolutionary kind of so usually it's like swapped around but i mean you know and 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 for all intents and purposes hathaway is the one with the quote-unquote mask right like yeah he's got the false identity Mm -hmm. yeah so. Well, that that's what they they like. I I do like you know Hathaway is a good like setup for a character because he's you know he has Char's methods basically and ideology, but he pilots like a Gundam like Amuro mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. know and he he come he descends from a line of you know people who worked with Amuro so yeah like it's a it's a good like you know crossbreed of those ideals. Yeah, I mean there there's there's some schizophrenic aspect to his his upbringing, right? Like the, 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 the influences that, that most penetrated his psyche that, that, that he continues to sort of execute in, in, in this series. Right. So. I, I wanted to, that reminds me of something, you know, like Amaro's like one of his like cameo, like right before, like, oh, you know, the, right, right, the, right. the sea like launches, like where he appears to Hathaway and the, he says, the, you know, the Shimigami, the, yeah, the, the, the Grim Reaper won't come when you're ready for him. Like Hathaway, like that's a scene where like, I, I really, like I said, I really liked the English dub, but I liked the line better. And like the way they translated it into Japanese when Hathaway, like uh, reacts to it like in, in the english dub dub he says like you don't need to tell me that like you know ghost amaro like go away like whatever mm. but like they translate the japanese like once like amaro appears to him and says that like he says like mind your own business like or whatever mm. like i feel like that's i don't know stronger like a better like sort of take on that line like sort of there, like, there, there were some things like that that i thought were interesting because he you know in the dub, I think, you know, after after they have what I'm going to call the cafeteria moment, you know, and, and Kenneth is like, I would like to sleep with you. Like, and I think <laughs> it'll make my my uh, Gundam all sexy and shit, you know, or whatever. And 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 there's there's interesting divergences in, you know, like the, the dialogue, because I think Ken, Kenneth Kenneth says something like, oh, I think somebody's a little childish. And it's not quite as clear, you know, because I think I think the Japanese translation is like, what are you, five? You know, like that that's literally the translation. Like, what what are you, five, like Hathaway? Like, like why why are you acting like a five-year-old, you know, type thing? And again, it's like it's like, okay, it's like pouty face five. Like it's like that I I guess I guess I kind of get that, you know, because I, I, I know you know kind of what Justin is saying, you know, the the oh, you know, is he simping? Is he this? Is he that? You know, it's like this kind of acting like a little kid type thing or whatever. But then, you know, also, like, 
the way they translate Hathaway's lines too is he's like captain, you know, in the dub, it's like captain, I, I don't really like what you're saying, you know, but like it's more, it's a little more specific in the Japanese where he's like, you know, you could stand to be a little less vulgar, dude. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like it's like, okay, I'm one extreme, but you're the other, you know what I mean? Like, like that's basically how, why she walks away from it. Cause you got the two extremes. The one guy's like, Hey, let's go home and fuck. And the other guy's just kind of like, well, I'm not going to admit that I want to do that. So I'll just kind of tell you like, Hey, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I don't want to dance your, your clothes, you know, whatever. I don't really care about your outfit. Like, you know, so it's like, you know, again, you know, it, it goes back to the, you know, am I pretty, you know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's what that goes back to. Another, um, line that was a little different in both like the Japanese and the English. And I, I think I liked the English dubs take on it better was when Emerelda like catches up to Hathaway and like Gigi on the street. And, you know, she's like kind of chews Hathaway out and she's like, you know, what the hell are you doing? Like, why didn't you come to the car? And like in Japanese, like they translate the line, like when he's like kind of holding Gigi, like, and he's got his coat over her head and he's, he says something like the Japanese line is translated as like, I'm dealing with many types of enemies right now. And like, uh, like, I don't know, that sounded kind of clunky to me. Like, yeah. I, the, the the English dub, he just says, I've got my hands full in, in more ways than one, like right now. Like, mm. and I, it just sounded a lot more natural. And like, I, mm. I feel like more subtle too. like, like, I feel like more like, you know, in case anyone was listening, like, what are you talking about? Like, or if Gigi was right, paying attention, right. like, but yeah, I, I really did like the English dub to this. Like, I, I thought, like, I, I looked the dude, the dude who voiced Hathaway, I guess, is a relative like newcomer. I thought he did a really good job. Like, yeah, like the whole cast was pretty strong. Did you? How, I I don't know if we tackled this or not, Justin. How did you watch both versions? Did you just watch one version? Like, which one did you watch? If so, I only watched the subbed. Okay, okay, interesting. I you know I agree with you, Mike. I mean, I I I like the dub a lot, and 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 I you know. I, I didn't mind watching the, you know, Japanese language either. I mean, I, I, I had fun with both. I, I, I think there were, to me, I, I think I gained insight and gleaned things from, from watching both versions, you know. I, I really liked the soundtrack, too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, not, not just the opening song, but, you know, yeah. What's mm -hmm. his name? Uh, would you say Sawano? Uh, uh, I forgot his last name. Uh, Hiroki? Uh, or I forgot, but... Uh, he, he did, like, the, the score for, like, Unicorn, too. Like, so there's a lot of, like, you know, like, techno sort of, like, rock and, like, stuff like that. Like, I even like this sort of, like, that techno rave dance number they play, like, in the middle of it. You mm -hmm. know, Gigi and Kenneth are off dance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, the score was great all around. Like, I like I mean, the... And I, I thought it really, like, cranked up when, you know, when they're they're having the, the, the final battle at the end and everything. Yeah. I mean, all, all that stuff I thought was was really good. And I, I liked the movie's, like, theme song, like, at the end, too. Like, that they played in most of the trailers. It was, you know, it was kind of poppy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was still good. But... but, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next one. I hope it comes out, like, within within a year, if not sooner. Like, and... Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I hope so, too. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the next one. I mean, this, again, you know, I, I, I probably can't say it enough, but this did not disappoint me i i i'm willing to you know i mean i, I know you, you guys might think i'm i'm uh, going too far but i mean i thought this was pretty excellent you know like and and i i you know again you know maybe it's just because 
I, you know, maybe I was hit with a, a couple strings of disappointment, you know, in, in some recent fandom stuff. But this one, you know, I was like, maybe, maybe I was, you know, maybe, maybe fandom, you know, made me suffer a terrible heartbreak, and my heart was hardened. But this, 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 this was not a quest, right? It didn't, didn't disappoint me. I don't have to walk away from it, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I, I was just, I just wanted to make the joke, like it made me think of you, because I think you've made this joke, Derek, like before. Like when like I was trying to think of how to summarize this movie like really like quickly and it's like you know oh like because because they mentioned like Hathaway's like college professor and like his how he like you know kind of taught him like all these things and his philosophy was kind of similar to what Mafty is doing so it's like you know Hathaway went to college and learned all sorts of experimental crazy things and now he's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of that book learning. That's like Cabby too says. Much, he learned too much of that uh, botany or whatever he's always reading, like the little like uh, garden book or whatever. Hathaway and Poison Ivy need to uh, hang out together. All right. I, I think that's it. Anybody else? Anything else? All right. All right. So, uh, yeah. So that, that was our episode on Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. And we, of course, if you liked uh, listening to Mobile Suit Mondays, we can be found over on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. Over there, you can check out the backlog of all the episodes of Mobile Suit Mondays. And we have plenty of other shows over there as well. So if you like this, check those out as well. We can be, I guess if you have any any um, angry, angry emails, if you're like angry that... Uh, GG Andalusia was just like, you know, uh, basically a, a high paid underage call girl. You know, you can send angry emails to, uh, I don't know why we get them, to the fanholes podcast at gmail.com or that she was underdeveloped somehow or whatever. I don't know. And then uh, that, that's the only criticism I've seen of people like, I don't really get the. the I, th- I think she was pretty well developed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you want to send some angry emails about that, you can send them to fanholespodcast at gmail.com. And we can be found on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. We can be found on all kinds of streaming services. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I don't think we're on Spotify anymore, or maybe we are on Spotify, but we're probably in danger of getting kicked off of Spotify. So who knows? We might not be on Spotify by the time you hear this or whatever. Let's see, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. So if you want, try to find us over there. And until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC, signing off. It's Mike, signing off. Gundam. Hathaway, yes. Hathaway, yes.
Hey, Derek, I, I know your favorite character in this movie, that pumpkin-headed terrorist. Uh, that, that's what that's what I, I figured like somebody like Tony would say, but that's that's very uh, sub superficial, you know. Like <laughs> he, the the actual person seemed like a dipshit because he was trying to pretend <laughs> yeah. to be somebody he wasn't. But the character design super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought like the the guy in the like Joker mask was gonna be like, we live in a society like Kenneth Des. <laughs> What were you going to do? It's like, I don't know. Hathaway dis. <laughs> <laughs>